five. In this podcast, we have open and lively conversations, everything from movies, science, politics, and culture. We're open conversations about the mundane, the everyday life, perplexing topics, and laugh out loud moments with the bestest people around. We hope you stick around and enjoy the company of the five. Well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode, man. Oh, it was a good, it's been a good two weeks, don't you think? It has been a good two weeks, yeah. It has been a good two weeks where we've been trying to catch up on rest. Especially knowing that February is just around the corner of getting finished. I know. Jeez, man, this whole, this whole year is going by too fast. That's what it feels like. <laughs> February is, like, super Jeez. short. But even though it has a, even though it has twenty nine days, it feels like what the hell? We're already there. Yeah, February is just a blip in the calendar. I don't, I don't even, I don't even consider February a month. It's just Pretty a little much. gap <laughs> in the time, the space time continuum that's just there. Space time continuum, it's just there. Poor February. <laughs> no one cares about February. <laughs> well, you know yeah, what I was thinking of? Yeah. Uh, right before I started, we started, uh, you know, came to agreement on when we were going to record on mm-hmm. 2001, A Space Odyssey. Ooh. Or even Star Trek. Space. Space. The Final Frontier. The Final Frontier. The Final Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> These are the known voyages of the, of the USS Enterprise. Like that. <laughs> a, a, a part of me always wishes that I would have gone into Star Trek because it seems a little bit more adult than Star Wars I'm gonna be honest with you compared okay okay Star Trek for me is actually pretty good which ones have you watched actually I've watched the original series really yeah dude it's on it's on um, it's on Netflix too I have I have the movies at least it was on Netflix I have the movies that you gave me last year which one oh the the Blu-rays yeah, the Blu-rays. I have all of them. I started watching the first one, and then like after thirty minutes, you know, with the, with the kids, I'm like, okay, I can't watch it here, because I mean, <laughs> I got into it, but I'm like, okay, I can't watch it here. I have to watch it on my own. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Star Trek is not that bad. It focuses a lot. I mean, especially back in the day, you know, but it was like what the '60s and all that. So yeah, they saw a lot of um, there was a, it was reflecting a lot on what was what was going on back then. You know. Yeah, that's what that's what I keep. That's why I keep hearing like uh, that it was like one of the first shows to show an interracial kiss between you know um, yeah. uh, a black and a white person. Yeah. 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 Captain Captain, uh, Captain Kirk and uh, what's her name? I have no idea. I'm not a Trekkie, so I wouldn't know. I, mean, I wouldn't say I'm a, I wouldn't say I'm a Trekkie. I mean, I still still a Star Wars fan, but. I, I keep forgetting the names. I keep, I keep getting messed up, um, mixed up. Either way, it was Gamora one of the first shows too. Yeah, Gamora. <laughs> that's Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I get confused because <laughs> they're both black. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's Zoe Zaldana, isn't she Colombian? Yeah, South American or, or or something <laughs> South South American. Yeah, some, somewhere there. But anyways, yeah, but that she's, was that was the first show. She's one of us. One of us. <laughs> Yeah, but, but like I said, like I was saying, it was a, it's a good show. If you really watch it, have patience with it because it's long. It tends it's, to drag. Yeah, it's it's um, it's more in, it's more intricate. Of. I want to say. Yeah, but it's really good. 
it's really good and especially when you start looking at it for what it is or for what it was you know when it started coming out back in the day you start admiring you're like damn they really had to pull all this off you know yeah they really had yeah, to pull and and, and only, limitations oh yeah the technology that they didn't have back then no, oh, not, uh, not, just, not, not just technology, but I'm talking about like social issues back then. Oh, like all the all like the media red tape, like oh you can't do this, you can't do that. Yeah, they had, they, they they went through hell, but hey, they. they but also, what, what's that? Uh, that Asian guy, the Troy? Is it Troy something? Kashi something like that? The first gay guy on Star Trek, wasn't he that yeah. too? I think I think it was that. I think that was him. Yeah, I can't. I can't that's what they Star Trek was seriously at the forefront of, of a lot of things, a lot of social issues back then, huh? Oh yeah, and it did a lot of things. It crossed a lot of boundaries, you know. But it did what it had to do, you know. No, I, I don't. I, different things. I I guess today people would be like, oh well, that's what movies now they're trying to say. Uh, I I think maybe the reasons why Star Trek like became so popular was because it did it like in a nuanced way. Not yeah. just, not so much in your face, like, oh, this is what you need to believe. No, it's kind of like, this is what the, this is what we're offering. It's up to you to decide whether or not you want to run with it. Exactly. The viewer, I mean, you know. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, I, I feel like um, with today's, you know, with today's media, it's just completely different. It's like it, telling you, like, I don't know if you've seen that. Um, I don't know if you've seen those memes or that little small video of like uh, people like interacting with each other. Like one of them is like white, one of them is black, and other people like Hispanic, and Asian, and all that. Mm-hmm. And this is like one lady. She gets introduced to, to an African American, and I think uh, I forgot what the name is. It is it is it? I forgot what the name is. She says, "Hi, I'm such and such." And then the African American woman says, "Hi, I'm such. Uh, my name is such and such." And then the white, the white American, she says, "Well, that's that's my mom's name." And then the African American woman, she says, "My dad named me after uh, my grandmother, who's a slave." And like, oh really? yeah, that was like <laughs> two like years ago, I think. Yeah, but 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 that's just one example of that. Yeah, and people were like, "What the hell? Like, dude, why did you have to go straight to slavery?" You, Jesus Christ! You really like... didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like. That, that really wasn't necessary. Like, yeah, she was, like, trying to, she was just being nice. Hello, your her name. <laughs> uh, obviously, your name reminds her of her mom. You know. Yeah, she she she's literally giving you a compliment. Like, oh, you know, it's it's a, I find it it's to a be beautiful name, pretty a much. beautiful name because you know it reminds me of my mom, and you know that's already one thing that we have in common. You know, your name. It might be simple, <laughs> just a name, but hey, I'm such and such, and don't back off. But, back then, off. Out, <laughs> yeah, but then out of nowhere. Who was a slave? You know what I? You know what I envisioned? Uh, people, like if there was an audience in there, you know, how like in the office, like every time Michael Scott says something weird, they're like, oh, man. like you just hear it in the background. It's so true, dude. It's, it's like it's like if you and I are having a conversation, and then you know, some of another race, or you know. An actual, some you know, someone from Spain comes to us with you know and says, "Oh, all of come on, You know how they talk, the real Spanish. <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, yeah, this so and so, nice to meet you." We're like, you conquered my people. Like, dude, seriously, that none of none of that is necessary. 
my my father named me after uh, my uh, my native uh, after my Mayan ancestors. <laughs> like seriously, do you really have to go that far? <laughs> exactly. Where, where does it end, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's so stupid, man. Anyways, we're getting sidetracked. <laughs> we're getting sidetracked. We're talking about uh, 2000 spa- uh, 2001, the Space Odyssey, into Star Trek, and now two freaking social issues. <laughs> Anyways. Exactly. <laughs> so, the colonization of space, man. That's one thing that, that's always interested me. That's I, I think that's why uh, the movie Interstellar, I think that's why it grasped, at least for me, my attention so much, because it's like, what is it that the human race... I mean, obviously now we're trying to reach, literally reach for the stars, but, you know, when do you think we'll be able to get there? When do you think we'll actually be able to, you know, put a couple of uh, human apes up uh, up to space and see if we can make some babies up in Mars? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get jiggy in the red planet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! A bunch of millennials and Gen Zers, a bunch of Zoomers and Mars <laughs> with dreadlocks. The <laughs> matrix, <laughs> friggin' Zion. <laughs> no, but I feel like I feel like um, um, a lot of people share the opinion that we are capable of going to farther than what we said we are at the moment you know what I mean because I, uh, in, in my perspective I, I think we have the technology already they just don't want to the high end uh, facilities don't want to um, make it known you know what I mean like what national like uh, other, other uh, countries governments yeah, anything that has to deal with aero, um, aero, uh, aerospace. Aerospace. Anything that has to do with the outside space uh, frontier, I think, and I, I feel that we we can go to the stars already and beyond that. We just, uh, like I said, behind end, you know, don't want to make it. Because imagine, imagine if, if we were already to know the capacity of technology, knowing that we can go to Mars within a couple of years, mm-hmm. or probably even lesser than that. I mean, don't you think that there would be probably that people want to take advantage of that? Like, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, obviously, so to speak. Not only that, but like also. I feel that obviously the people that have the means, you know, the financial means to do it. Um, yeah, of course. And obviously they have the financial means to do it. But I think that eventually later on and through time and, you know, as the technology gets cheaper uh-huh. uh, and more widely dispersed, um, eventually, you know, space travel will be able to become a much more... Um, popular means of transportation yeah like look at cars cars on uh, cars before you know most people would go around you know either on foot or on a horse and a buggy you know and then Uh you know the cars came uh the car came around and only the rich people had it obviously because they can afford it but look at now 
even a poor even even someone that's you know that's either broke or poor they can afford they can afford to get a car obviously that doesn't mean that they can afford that they can pay it but i mean the means to be able to get financial help is there so i'm exactly. sure that you know once you know as time progresses and and again as the technology gets you know more widely available and cheaper that's going to become a uh the more popular way of being able to take you know vacation days your vacation no more hey can we go to we're going to go to hawaii you know so so and so but we're like mom can we just go to the moon like for the weekend <laughs> <laughs> Can we, to, can we go to Uranus? I mean, Uranus. Can we go to Uranus? <laughs> Please. So I can put my... <laughs> now that you say... Now, now that you bring up... Uh, God, Uranus. I remember once I was watching... Uh, uh, E.T. as a little kid with, with Tono. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. so, it's such a stupid memory. But I vividly remember him ask uh, that part in E.T. When he says... Oh, where's he from? Uranus. Get it? Your anus. your anus, and as a kid, yeah. I'm laughing. I'm I'm laughing because I see my big brother laughing. But I vividly remember Thono asking me, "Do you even know why you're laughing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, because he's called it your uh your anus." But I didn't know what the hell Uranus meant. <laughs> I was just I was just mic- mimicking my older brother's reaction. You know, Uranus, <laughs> you know how little kids they laugh at super stuff that doesn't even make sense. They're dumb. <laughs> Look at that dumb. <laughs> they laugh at him <laughs> until they realize, oh, years later, he was talking about that 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 booty hole, the booty hole, the poop chew. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when That's you said that, I legit got a smell, like I got a, a good smell. <laughs> Not that I know what that smells like, like. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> you want me my butthole shit? You're the one that brought in freaking Uranus. <laughs> You're the one who went to to went beyond. On it. <laughs> no man, no, but seriously, I mean, in, in reference to that, I feel like yeah, I, I I would say that's that's where I would where I'm trying to lead. That I mean, people would try to by any means get that technology but we all know that the first ones that are going to get it are obviously the elite because they're going to be yeah, the, the first ones rich. who are going to be taken yeah they're going to be the first ones to be taken to a safe haven whenever any whenever something of a cataclysmic event or anything seismic will take place I mean look what they're doing now with as far as um, all these underground bunkers and everything like that I mean of people are, buying them, yeah, those are those are worth billions of dollars. I'm pretty sure, probably even trillions. And I'm pretty sure the wealthiest of the wealthy already have their backup plan. You know, oh, I'm sure, dude. And if they can do that with with today's, you know, like I said, underworld uh, underground um, tunnels and everything, I'm pretty sure that they, they have the technology to travel to space. They would take advantage of that too. Yeah, of course. Like everyone's dying on Earth. We're gonna go to the moon. Well, what's that? What's that? I was just watching that movie with uh, Matt Damon uh, when when he becomes oh, like uh, a cyborg. What's it called? Elysium. Elysium. I kind of uh, that movie. It's so dirty to me. And the people, it just even the people there. I know, like it's supposed to be a representation of like a dystopian future. 
So even the people, yeah. even though like most of most of them like Hispanic, like they're not cool. <laughs> the way they talk, and I'm like, oh god. What the? I'm like, take a shower, dude. Do something. I didn't, I didn't realize that Diego Luna comes out of that way. You didn't know that? No. What? He comes out. And, and even the 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 guy that looks like Paulo Escobar. I know uh-huh. it's not him, but. It's like they're like super identical. Yeah, I know, man. But I feel like I feel like I mean, well, that's just that's just one point of view, you know, as far as thinking that the technology is already here. Um, in the aspect of saying or, or taking the point of view that there isn't as advanced, I would say we're going to get there within the next ten years. That we're still developing that technology. Yeah, that's one. Like, like I said, there. there that's two views. One view that we have it and they don't want to reveal it, or the other view is that we don't have it yet, but we're gonna get there within the next five to ten years. I think I'm more in the school uh, in the school of thought of we already have the technology. Not we uh-huh. as a as a general population, but you know, the military, like anything that has to do with government agencies. Like mm-hmm. let's like look at this whole push for five G with uh, tech companies. You really think tech yeah. companies are the ones that developed that dude? No, oh, that's no. Ar- that's that's already been like. Uh, I'm sure. Th- I'm sure. Like the uh, the government and the military, they're they're way ahead of five G already and working on something even faster, or you know, or something on a grander scale. It's well, just yeah, it's I mean, just it's just barely now that it's trickling down to the general population. Exactly. Look at look and at the way that they're. Their, their technology goes as far as radar and everything like that. Radar, the that drones. Shit is advanced. They, and I'm sure there's even... stuff that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they're, they're even connected with the actual, with various satellites around around the atmosphere. I mean, around the uh, the orbit. I mean, come on. How advanced to be in order to do that? I mean. If they were able to do that when when they came to before the moon landing, that is if that is if our listeners believe that it's real or not, <laughs> you know, um, you know, if they then to connect to an outside source, even now they can probably reach it further. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's like when I send you guys, uh, you know, like of before and after pics that I find sometimes on on the internet. I like that yeah. because like. You know, with the whole Apollo missions to the moon. Okay, like I, when I was a, when I was a, when I was younger, I, I, I was all into like the space stuff, and then like went into like the whole conspiracy theory um, a, uh, a, a stage, where I'm like, oh no, I don't think the the they landed on the moon. But now I'm like, okay, as an adult, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I I'm a firm believer that yes, we we went to the moon, but why the hell haven't we gone back? Which is why I'm so excited. For, that NASA now has their own program okay that they're gonna go to the moon you know yeah but um, either way going back to like the whole bef- uh, before and after pics like when it says stuff like oh the phone the technology that you have on your phone on your on, on your on your iPhone let's say that has more uh, technology than anything that was in that rocket you know in those Apollo missions so for you to think oh um you know, oh, the technology still has hasn't advanced, or oh, you know, we're just there's they're just setbacks. I, I think it's BS, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. 
definitely. I mean, it, I mean, it all it all goes back to that question: how far, how how far off are we that we're going to be able to travel off the space to, in in a snap? You know. And I, I mean, like I said, those are just two points of view that you know that still go back and forth as far as debating. But, but for me, I would say dude, we're we're already there. We're already there, and it's just a matter. We of have that technology, we and we're pro- uh-huh. uh-huh. We have the technology. We can go there. We've already gone there, and we can go even further. You know what I mean? I mean. It, 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 it always makes me think like okay have have we already you know like how they say that we can't see the 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 dark side of the moon yeah like how about if you know with the whole um inter, international space station if that has just been you know yeah for for you know for scientific advancement and for you know the exploration of space and all that stuff but you know seeing that it's multiple you know world governments coming together for one unifying goal what if it is that 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 you know that space station has only been like a docking point so that they can you know um boomerang and land on the moon you know and they have you know already their own like bases and stuff yeah like we don't we don't hear about it now yeah we don't we we obviously can't see them yeah we can't see them or hear them i mean obviously we see of you know companies like spacex shooting the rockets you know so for their satellites and stuff but what if you know what about the stuff we don't see in other parts of the world that yeah, we don't know about that exists you know well, obviously governments work with each other and, and they might say okay you know you build your base here and then shoot it from there and then you can straight to the moon what if we already have colonies on 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 the moon and already exactly. research bases and stuff, and that's just a small like test site to see how far it is that we can that we can go with the current technology now. Yeah, and not only that, but what if, like you said, what like um, going back into that where you said, um, what if we already have colonies? What if we already have our own hybrids up there of ourselves? Ourselves we in what? Know, uh, as far as you know, like when it comes to like, like DNA babies? yeah, like clones whether it's clones or not you know we there has to be a, some sort of a hybrid humanoid um figure um uh beings up there that you know whenever it comes to like a lot you know their mission is to pretty much bring all of that up into the station and you know they go and so kind of like know, uh, robots like slaves like robot slaves yeah uh-huh like whether it's robots or, or, or human or humanoids you know I mean, what if we already colonized a part of of, of, spa- of space already in our current days? You know, Doesn't, that that that's one question that I have. What if we already what are we already doing that? We just don't notice it. Yeah, we're just not in the loop. Yeah, I mean, we're not in the a, circle of trust. Exactly, <laughs> we're out of the loop. I mean, look at, I mean, I'm pretty sure NASA or any other um, aerospace uh, facilities are, I'm pretty sure they're coming up with something already, or they've already accomplished so many things that what they're showing us as far as, you know, on the public is just, oh, this is what we saw, this is what we discovered, but they already, mm-hmm. or they've already, you know, they've already expanded their exploration on there, 
you know, archaeological findings, you know, on the moon, you know, all these, you know, what if there was a civilization or what if we're the ones who are creating a new civilization out there without, you know, the rest of the, uh, the rest of the people on earth knowing, you know. And as far as like um, colonizing, because I'm pretty sure, I mean, there, I feel like, you know how this whole talk about the red planet Mars? Yeah. How they're saying that uh, there's water and all of that. Like it, like it's, uh, well, there used to be water, but now it's like, well, yeah. is it Mercury or Venus that's, one of them, like the water's frozen, right? Yeah, it's frozen because it's it's just completely, you know, it's just not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. What, what like I've, I mean I've seen those memes where they say where they make fun of it like what if the red planet was was our home millions of years ago you know and we used up all the resources now we've gone to earth yeah we've come to earth and we reuse and we we're already wasting the resources again for thousands of thousands of years already and we're looking for another planet you know that's why we feel that connection with mars that's one theory that i really do like i really like that theory that we that we that we are already an advanced civilization so freaking advanced that we're that we've that every time we advance so much we've had to start over because we just use up all the resources like in our neighboring uh solar system and planet Mm -hmm. so now you know, it just so happens that, you know, like you said, we were in Mars, we used up all this stuff there, so we came up with the technology, or at least with a few people or a handful of people to move to the, you know, to the the blue marble next door, and we had to just start all over. Exactly. We had to start back from scratch, going back to being complete cells, you know, and then restarting again. Kind of like how, uh, kind of like how, um, like they just, like okay, not they, but we, <laughs> uh, we we just threw a rocket, shot a rocket straight to Earth, and just sprayed it with a whole bunch of bacteria that it just happened to be, like you said, single cell organisms that we knew would be able to survive, you know, the we harsh evolved. conditions. Yeah, dude, that's so cool. Imagine that. I mean, I, 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 find- I just. Don't you just start to think like, oh, what do we look like? I mean, you know, in your imagination. Oh yeah, we're pretty sure we look like nothing. We look like, like I said, we look like bacteria. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like the civilization before, you know, the civilization that lived on Mars. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure we look completely different from now. Or you know, or at least we're 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 a a more advanced, modified version of our past selves. Yeah, that's what I hear. A lot, a lot of the theories, especially um, like a lot, a lot, a lot of the, like these uh, like these rabbit hole kind of channels. Um, because I've seen a lot of them on YouTube, and they have very compelling um, information as far as you know, like what if you know. What if our 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 images from back then, as far as you know, 
you know, body and, you know, all our facial features and everything. What if we were just different and then we had to modify our, our, our DNA and be completely unrecognizable to our past selves so we can say, you know what, we've advanced this much, why not keep advancing more, you know? Yeah. Let's improve the, the biological clock of, of, the, of, the, of the human body. Of our offsprings. Yeah. Of our offsprings, uh-huh. That's why I'm always like, you know, like how I said at the beginning, like 2001 Space Odyssey or Interstellar. That's why those captivate my imagination because I'm like, dude, like we're just pretty much like in Interstellar. We're just going uh, into the future so we come so we can go to the past because mm-hmm. that's pretty much what Interstellar is. The human race has evolved has evolved so much that it's able to go into the past and save itself from itself. Yeah. From itself, uh-huh. yeah, pretty much, yeah. With uh, right, went right in the in the in the tesseract. Yeah, the tesseract, tesseract scene. That's just, that's the explanation right there. We've got yeah, we've got so beyond our, our own knowledge that we've. I mean, obviously, our current selves who are going through that whole situation don't even realize that it is us communicating back to our past selves and saying, "Hey, this is a clue." And I, now you got to move forward you know and then from then on keep evolving keep evolving and we're too stupid to understand what we're what our future selves are trying to say so the best way to communicate is through like how he says love Uh (laughs) that's the ultimate motivator for anyone technically yeah I would I mean well yeah I mean, love crosses so many boundaries. It just goes beyond just as to what our our basic imagination thinks of it, you know? Yeah, or even how, uh, what's her name? Uh, space and time. How the, what's her name? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, she says, you know, what's the, you know, what's the, what's the purpose of us leave, uh, loving people that already died? Mm-hmm. The social something. I forgot what she said as far as that and like that that specific term where she where she described it but you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 it's like what 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 what, what, what exactly would be the purpose of us loving yeah. someone who's it, it's dead. a log- it's illogical for us to love someone that's already dead exactly yeah. but yet you know here we are we mourn those who pass you know, and after mm-hmm. they pass we still celebrate them we still ce- uh-huh it's crazy or even how in uh 2001 the space odyssey how uh the whole um the monolith you know that could the, be us example of yeah the supreme the supreme uh, being uh, the, the the supreme being uh-huh, quote unquote because supposedly or, i mean within the concept of 2001 that monolith is what has always appeared right before when when a species has become be- right before we uh, break through to our second to our next uh-huh, phase right before we break through uh-huh you know, the but, simian of the past gets you, bone, you, you know, into um, a weapon. Uh, one one thing that I saw in in, uh, in a video uh, a video analysis of of that movie is how, if you notice in the beginning, you know how the apes. Well, they're not apes, but you know, our ancestors. When the mono, uh-huh. monolith appears, you know they don't directly go to it and start attacking it. 
you know they treat it kind of like with respect and with rever- and with reverence and they kind of you know amate you know um and curiosity they're so curious that they're in pure amazement and in awe you know mm-hmm. and the way that they touch it and they bow to it it's kind of like out of respect but mm-hmm. you know to current time when it's the astronauts and they find it instead of looking at it with respect and with curiosity what do they do they stand in front of it posing it like oh look what we found mm-hmm. that's the, the 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 that's one thing that really stood out that that video uh, essay laid out like oh you know our, it's it was our own arrogance that led to our own demise because that's oh, yeah. that's on that's at the end that's what happened you know at the end it's, it was only dave that 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 uh that survived i'm sorry dave I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so bad. And it was technology, and it was man-made, and it was man-made um, technology that brought its downfall. That brought it. That brought our own downfall. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. While realizing that, I mean, if we do wake up from that trance, we will become like at the end, star people. Yeah, the star child. Child, we need to move. We need. We need to move past our own insecurities, our own uh, preconceived notions of of the self, and just boom, transcend mm. space and time. Pretty much, and become and, some and giant ass baby floating in space <laughs> with an elongated head. With an elongated head and looking like a tadpole. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, we have to. I think. I think we. In that sense, I feel like the film at the ending was more like a. I feel like we have to let go of all of these these um, uh, atomic or robotic images that we create in in in, in our image, you know. Oh, Thinking, the, all these labels that we put on ourselves. That, but as far as like like how nine like the how nine thousand, it was a way that we could project our own knowledge into it and even more, so that it can help us out when. It should be helping out our own um, civilization and evolve into the next stage. You, you, you kind of th- yeah, because I feel like we're too dependent on, on on our materials. In a sense, we're too dependent on AI, on computers, and on. Um, everything that has to do with you know the RAM or the ROM or whatever it is that we own progressive knowledge and say oh how 9,000 care of it you know? instead we should be advancing our minds so that we can reach that potential and be like hey we an advanced civilization can become far greater than we are without the help of course of, of an eight. yeah kind of uh, it ties back to interstellar how he says you know uh sure we were we we, we were born here in um on earth but we are never meant to die here mm-hmm. that's why i think it. those yeah I, I think that's why those two movies you know 2001 and interstellar they complement each other in so many things because like you said we're so focused on we're so focused on looking at the now that we don't we can't look past that and you know in, in order for us to transcend into greater beings not you know not just physical manifestations but of something else 
and and interstellar that's he points that out like oh we've we've forgotten who we are you know we used to be pioneers explorers and now we just look at the you know look at our our i forgot what he says but something about and just looking around in the dirt mm-hmm. you know and it's yeah, true it's and that and that ties in uh kind of like into how we're talking about you know colonizing space do you th- like to get to that point i feel like we we are so so far off because we're so concerned about uh about each other and each other's business and you know oh climate change this you know obviously it's important you know because we're not leaving this planet anytime soon but that's the same mentality that keeps us you know tied down to this yeah stuck stuck to this blue marble floating in space you know at thousands of miles an hour going absolutely nowhere because at the end we're not we're just little dust specks you know Mm-hmm. We're sitting ducks. Yeah, we're we're just so concentrated on the on the here and now that we're not looking, you know, into the hundreds and thousands of years into the future. And I feel until as a species we can, you know, move past that and look beyond our own nose. You know, like our parents always say, is like we, we'll we won't ever be able to reach the stars. Exactly. Sure, we reached exactly. the moon and, and we've and we've sent robots and stuff, but that's different from be from being able to let go of all the all of these uh, are physical possessions and stuff and be like, you know what? No, this is for the greater good. And, you know, we need to sacrifice in order to, you know, lift each other up. For the greater of the civilization to advance. Because I mean, and to to reach farther stars than we can, that we've ever, that we've probably never even explored, you know? Yeah, because honestly, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I don't, this place was not meant to last forever, man. Everything sure, as, you know it's the year 2020 to us, but it's truly the year, you know, billion something. Yeah, exactly. And we're not, we're, you know, everything has a beginning and everything has an end. Oh yeah, and, and I feel like we're definitely. Is... Yeah, go ahead. No, go for it. No, no, go ahead. I said, and we're definitely not meant to, you know, like Cooper says, we're not meant to die here. We were meant to leave it. As far as the space colonization, I think we have the potential. If we if we have the potential now, imagine how it'll be within the next five, ten, twenty, thirty years from now. We're going to be taking an ele- an elevator <laughs> from here on Earth all the way to some other planet. Freaking at Astra. Uh huh. And I've seen concepts of um, of actual blueprints. Where they've, where they're thinking about it, as far as taking an elevator from here to the moon. That'd be so weird. <laughs> Imagine you're standing that. there, freaking, uh, with Kenny G playing in, in the background. <laughs> oh no, that that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's someone else. Oh, that freaking song that you were singing right now. Oh. <laughs> Man, you're there really- for like. You're there for five years on the elevator, just in one position, <laughs> listening to Kenny G. By the time, by the time you're there, the wave, the moon wave. What's that song? Hey, the, I like that. That's my jam, man. Are you hearing that for five years? <laughs> At the end, you're, that's the way you talk. Oh, <laughs> 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 
but seriously, yeah, I feel like the colonization of space, it's it's within our grasp. It's within our grasp. We can and, do it. And we can do it, you know. Forget the whole thing about faking the moon landing, you know. Let's talk about the positive here. If we are able to... We were able to land, uh, to, to land a man on the moon 40, 50 years ago, let's say. 60 years ago already, dude. 60 years ago, yeah. Right. Right. 60 years ago. If we can do that back in the 60s, I'm sure it's how we can do so man, much Man, we can do so it much now. Fun. We can do it now. And the fact that... And the fact that they're saying, you know, oh, we don't have the technology because, you know, it was a different time. Like, that's bullshit. <laughs> so I've seen a couple of interviews where they say, oh, we don't, we just don't have the capacity anymore. No. I, I, I don't, think, I don't do. think, I don't think it's that we don't have the capacity. There's just no interest. There's like, okay, we've done there. Now, now what? what, what you you uh-huh. get me? That, that, I feel like that's the vibe that they're trying to get. Like, what, what, what more can we see on the moon then? But like, I, well, I just not, there's not so just much the moon, more to there's, see. There's uh huh. There's uh huh. There's so many unknown regions that you still haven't even figured out, or at least decided to explore. I mean, Mars is is is, is, is just we're, we're we have only discovered a needle in a haystack. We haven't even discovered the whole stack yet. You know, and I feel like with the moon, we've we've covered a great area, about but there's still so much to learn. You know so many areas that we still don't know now or especially NASA. you know how about underneath you know exactly yeah just it's like, like our, the whole dude, just like our own ocean <laughs> yeah we know more about space than we do our, about our own ocean underneath exactly there could be a whole nother advanced civilization right below our feet we don't even know about it freaking water world mm-hmm. with gills oh god <laughs> Kevin Costner with you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of webbing, webbing feet. <laughs> I mean, what do you, th- what do you think about the whole colonization? I mean, it's it's such a it's such a large, such a large area to to cover. Such a large, such a big task to do. But yeah, you know that's that's why that's why uh, you know going back to what I said. It's not until we move past ourselves and our own nose that we'll be able to do something like that. Mm-hmm. And sure, I mean, there's there's bound to be sacrifices. You know, you don't think that there's a lot of that there that 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 there will be people that you know lose their lives, you know, on their way there, or don't make it, or when they do get there, you know, Lord, Lord forbid, there's like those huge, you know, space or sandstorms that there are. Because they do happen. I mean, they're just planets, different atmospheres, but they have their own exactly. things, you know. Mm-hmm. But just because just a couple of yeah, just because of uh, a few people die, doesn't mean that we should stop. No, you keep going. We should keep going. That's the price we have to pay, unfortunately. Yeah, to push the to there push the boundaries of the human race. Exactly, and see as to what capacity we can survive in. Hell, I mean. I mean, like like I was saying, uh, with the whole concept of Mars being our old planet, you know, if we were able to, you know, let, let's just say for for an ex- as an example, let's say it's true that Mars was an old planet that we came from and we shot it up to Earth, and that's how we expanded our our our. Uh, 
Jesus. We could learn. We have learned. If, if we accept that concept, looking back as to what not to do and what we should be doing. Now looking at Earth and its different resources, we've learned so much as to what not to do and what we can do in order to superiorize um, uh, our our own humanity or whatever it is, and look forward uh, in another planet, Mercury or Venus, that quality and the elements of sustaining life, you know? And then once we get to that point, we're gonna say, okay, you know what? We've learned this from Earth, we've learned this from Venus or Mercury, whatever it is. And yeah. then from then on, you keep on advancing to even farther, farther, farther star systems. You know? Eventually, we'll be going into another Milky Way. Well, I'm sorry, another galaxy. Andromeda is the next one. Andromeda, that's the one that's right next door. Yeah, it's it's funny because uh, I was just seeing like uh, one of those educational videos that said that shows like oh, in this amount of millions of years, you know, obviously once either we're gone or we're dead, but if it's a clear night, we'll be able to see like the Andromeda galaxy like right on top of us. Imagine that. That'd be so cool. Looking at all those billions and billions of stars and planets with who knows what that are that are containing with inside inside them. And to think that every single one of those little bright lights contains its own solar system. Yeah. Man. But that, that you know and that's another thing, you know, is the creation of life in this huge vacuum of space so rare that it really it's only been us no, that have been you know that have been created no, no 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 I don't believe that I feel like I, I know going back to our episode where you guys were talking about um, about aliens the things the items that we've seen uh-huh, the star shapes that we saw at night I feel like it, it in, in within me I feel like there is more life there's more intelligent life out there there is way more intelligent life out there and I feel like them coming over here to kind of explore humanity and you know for the advancement of of us I I feel like they're studying us maybe you know to help themselves you know or maybe there are or it could be even possible that they're the ones behind on some things you know, they're studying us because we're in advance you know? kind of like yeah kind of like um, like the monolith kind of like giving us a push okay you guys mm-hmm. uh, you guys are kind of lying behind here you go uh huh or, or vice versa you know could be the other way around I think deep, I think deep within within everyone's knowledge there had there has to be and there is an acceptance of life outside the earth Outside of our own Milky Way, I mean, because there's there's so many galaxies out there. So many. Even just even just outside of our solar system. Yeah, how many galaxies are there? There's, there's billions, billions of stars. Of billions of stars in the in the solar system. I mean, billions of billions of solar systems in the Milky in the Milky Way. Exactly. Don't you think that in each one of those galaxies, there are stars that are that have sustainable life? You know probably different conditions obviously you know we don't know that but they're they're there you know <laughs> shit they could there could be lizard people there could be shit there jellyfish could be people 
jellyfish people are not. <laughs> you know? Or people that look like boxes. I don't know. <laughs> you get like abstract art. Abstract <laughs> Picasso. We're looking at a woman with her freaking mouth all over the place. Ew. Yeah, it's know. just, I don't know. It's just, it, it's so difficult for me to, to wrap my head around the idea that, you know, we have telescopes out there, you know, sending us back information and how we stitch the pictures together. We're able to see all these vast stars in the universe. I'm like, but we can't see, like, I mean, that's just, that just puts into perspective how huge space is, like huge the universe is. Oh, yeah. Like we have this huge, uh, we've seen so much of it, but yet so little. But in that little amount of space that we have seen, we've yet to see some something that resembles, you know, life. Uh-huh. Which makes, you know, which brings me back to the whole idea of, you know, is the creation of life actually so rare that it just doesn't really happen? We we're just lucky to be born at this time. Imagine how lonely and depressing that is if that really is true, dude. If that really were true, then damn. Like all this, <laughs> all this for nothing. A bunch of selfish morons fighting, not fighting down here for stupid, for for stupid chick, literally for stupid reasons. When we could be out there clapping them cheeks, them alien cheeks, clapping them, <laughs> <laughs> clapping them alien cheeks. <laughs> oh no, wait, they're going, the aliens are going to be clapping your cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> advancement of technology and you know the whole space thing i mean i mean didn't it seem like when you were when we were kids and we saw all these like futuristic movies like, didn't it seem <laughs> they made it seem so so close so attainable so attainable uh-huh you no know, it's just i know i know now growing up it's just movie effects and everything like that but wouldn't you have imagined a world like that yeah, like, uh, what's the movie with the lady that talks like this? Dr. Dr. Lecter, Hannibal Lecter. What's her name? Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Contact, the movie Contact. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's, it's like abstract ideas like that that make you realize, like, yes, we do have the capacity to imagine, like, some weird-ass shit. I'm like, but if we have the imagination, we obviously, all, we all, we obviously also have, should have the skill or you know the willing to learn a skill or to make up a skill in order to reach that goal you know that you know that huge arc mm-hmm. that they create that creates you know that they drop her and it creates a wormhole and all that stuff like like who the hell freaking thinks of this kind of stuff only humans exactly you don't see apes thinking about you know quantum relativity and all that stuff quantum physics and all that crap it's us we're, we're like making our we're making up our own stuff in our mind we're, we're obsessed with traveling from afar. With re- we're, we're obsessed with leaving the planet in that context. Yeah, like, w- w- what is it? And that's another thing. Like, is it some sort of biological thing in us? You know, that's just in our blood to want to be explorers, to want to leave this place, to want to look beyond? Like, what it is? It, what is it? What is there in space that keeps calling to us, you know, to want to leave and explore? You know, is there some greater being out there or is it, you know, like an interstellar? Is there some 
you know, is it our future selves calling to us? And that's that little tingly feeling that we get when we look up at the stars and like, damn, I wish I could be out there in space. Because believe me, out here, you know, where where I live, you see where the when the lights are really dark, it's dark oh, out yeah. here. And you could see the night sky so nice. And sometimes when I leave like to work early in the morning, I'm like, fuck, like, what's out there? Like, just exactly. like, I wish I could just close my eyes and boom, I'm there wherever I want to be. Not anywhere here on Earth, but out there in space. <laughs> you get me? Like, why Why do we have such an urge to leave this place and to explore the, the unknown, you know? Yeah. It's, 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 it's an obsession completely that has been going on for centuries. Millions, yeah. Thousands of years. For thousands, oh, tens of thousands of years. The Egyptians thought about it. You know, they had they had ideas about portals opening up from places to places. The Mayans had ideas about reaching the their stars. own beliefs. Uh-huh. Their, own, uh-huh, their own beliefs about reaching the stars. You know, um, the the Hindu, um, Judaism, Buddhism, the Incas, the Incas. Every single one of them had contact, or at least. You know the idea. Uh, sorry, I'm not not concept. The concept of leaving and meeting their ancestors and, and meeting their ancestors, which were you know creators from out there, huh? Yeah, imitating what they saw, and that's I'm pretty sure that's what we're doing too in a, in a modern in a modern way. We're trying to reach ancestors too. We just don't know who they are. That's why there's such a huge need to explore uh-huh yeah there's a, there's a need for exploration well I, I certainly i mean if i was in if i wasn't born enough to be in science and everything <laughs> i i didn't what? want to know if i if i was smart enough to be in that you know in that field to be in, in the science field you know astronomy and all that i definitely would have liked to i, I mean i would like to to see that you know, yeah of course who wouldn't meet our creators and be like are we like you or are we you you know are we are we some type of hybrid or we are or are like are, are we your offspring or something uh-huh or uh-huh descendants from from the star people how they say we're star child <sighs> like yoda luminous beings are we not this food matter. <laughs> it's science fiction, but hey, that's how it is. You know what I mean? Whether you believe that it's God or, or Allah or, or whatever type of being that anyone else, or believes. God, Jesus Christ, whatever your thing, yeah, there's just there's there's something there's something uh, transcendental that we keep wanting to reach. Whether it be through science, yeah, whether it be through science, the exploration of space, you know, trying to make other planets our homes through through colonization. It's just, there's something that keeps calling to us. And it just makes me wonder if we'll we'll ever be able to, you know, reach that potential. Or maybe it's just not in our best interest. You know, maybe we're just meant to die here and that's it. And that's our that's our, uh-huh, that's our lot in life just look up at the stars and that's it but wonder 
Who knows? Maybe it could be that. Maybe that is our purpose, just to and say what if. Twiddle our thumbs. Mm-hmm. What if? Or maybe another purpose is some point in the future our children's children and their children's children will be the ones who finally make contact who knows we're just putting the first stepping stone mm-hmm. maybe we're just laying the foundation for something greater oh yeah I'm pretty sure e- that's gonna happen either way I would want to live in the future already <laughs> so with flying cars and everything that was so cool. Nah, I'm, I'm good with flying cars. Freaking people don't even know how to park on the ground. <laughs> they don't even know how to fly in the air. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, no thanks. Imagine, I'll just keep walking. <laughs> You'd be like a game that's been glitched. <laughs> mm-hmm. Imagine if one day the, the, the star system in, a, in you know, in in advancement imagine if it would look like Coruscant from Star Wars see that's that, movies like that is like oh dude imagine if imagine if we actually do get to that point freaking oh. thousands of levels of city just building up building on top of each other that'd be so awesome be so the cool. whole planet is one big city <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that'd be so awesome well, before we get into a, a Star Wars tangent again, I think we'll call that a wrap, man. Yeah, we'll call it a wrap because the exploration of space is such a broad and, and huge idea. I feel like uh, we didn't even touch the tip of the like iceberg. We have, yeah, we haven't. I feel like we need to do a part two. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely, I, you know, space colonization of space. As far as the concept of Mars being our old home, I don't know. What do you guys think? You guys should let us know uh, either on Instagram, Twitter, or or our YouTube channel. Just let us know in the comments below, or send us an email, or whatever it is whatever it is you use. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for tuning in, everybody, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you guys next time, and uh, keep your minds open, and uh, we'll come back with another conspiracy talk. Hopefully soon, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. See you next time. Well, that's a wrap for another episode on The Five. Don't forget to click and subscribe to our YouTube channel and ring that notification bell so you can be notified for any new content.